Project 613, day 339. In ancient times, it was a strange practice that when nations went to war against each other, um, very often the women would try to make themselves available to the conquering army in order that they should, um, you know, have a better life. And um, the Torah states the following, three mitzvahs regarding such a, such a situation. If a Jewish army goes out to battle and one of the soldiers notices a woman from the other nation and desires her as a captive and wants to take her as a wife. The Torah says in a positive commandment that there is a very specific situation here where this person, in order not to be completely distracted from the battle at hand, is permitted to take this woman as captive, bring her home, convert her, and marry her as a wife. Uh, there is a process on how this works. However, if after going through the proper process, which the Torah delineates all of the details of this, if this soldier decides, you know what, he does not want to have this to not have this woman as a wife anymore, the Torah has two negative commandments. The Torah prohibits this person, this soldier, from selling this woman to captivity, selling her to someone else, and also he is not allowed to behave towards this woman as if she is a captive and a slave woman. He has to treat this woman with dignity, respect, as a wife. Um, going back to the idea of going out to war, when it comes to preparation for a war, when the army gathers together at the border and they're about to embark on um, any type of military campaign, the Torah tells us that a, an anointed priest, uh, specifically anointed for this war, will speak to the people and will tell them the following. Anyone that is now engaged to a woman and has not yet married her should return home. Anyone that has built a new home and has not yet lived in that home um, for, for a year should go home. And anyone who has planted a vineyard and has not had the opportunity to uh, benefit from the fruits of that vineyard uh, should go back home. And the reason for this is because these three types of people, the, uh, they might die in battle and someone else might marry uh, the fiancé, someone else might uh, uh, enjoy the, the fruits and someone else will enjoy the house. And this thought is going to be distracting for um, for these soldiers. And therefore, the Torah says they should not go out to war. And finally, the Kohen and, uh, and, and, and uh, the police, uh, they, um, the officer makes a final announcement, which is that anyone that is frightened should go home as well. Because when a Jew goes out to war in a Jewish army, they have to do so bravely and without fear and not to think of home, not to think of anything else. And they should just focus on victory. Um, once we're speaking about the concept that a group, someone, the people that are exempt from military service, the Torah tells us a positive commandment that a newly married groom has an obligation to be with his wife during that first year, not to go out to war, not to embark on some long-distance business journeys. He must remain home and cheer his wife for that first year. And there's a negative commandment prohibiting the Jewish people from conscripting uh, a groom, someone who just got married and, was in, and is within the first year of marriage, is not allowed to be taken out, uh, is not allowed to be taken away from his wife to go out to war. Um, and finally, the negative commandment 
you shall not be terrified by them. You, uh, when, when a Jew goes out to war, he must not be frightened by the enemy, no matter how strong they may seem, no matter how organized they may seem, no matter how frightening the battle may be. The Torah, it, uh, God gives every single Jewish soldier the ability to completely trust in God and be focused on the victory at hand. And with this, we conclude all 613 mitzvot. We learned it over the past year in 339 segments based on the system of study that um, that accompanies the study of Maimonides' Mishnah Torah, which is Maimonides' magnum opus. It's 14 books, which includes all of Jewish law. And uh, the, the final two chapters of this tremendous book deals with the, the definition of the era of Mashiach. The whole purpose of the Torah, the whole purpose of the 613 mitzvot is so that we should elevate the world, make this world a divine place, which will, um, which will ultimately happen with the coming of Mashiach, which happens only as a result of our good deeds and our mitzvot. And I'd like to share with you uh, that Maimonides' final uh, halacha, his final paragraph, his final law, which describes this beautiful and wonderful era. In that era, there will be neither famine nor war, envy or competition. For good will flow in abundance and all delights will be as common as dust. The occupation of the entire world will be solely to know God. Therefore, the Jews will be great sages and know hidden matters, attaining knowledge of their creator to the full extent of human potential. As Isaiah states, the world will be filled with the knowledge of God as the sea fills the ocean bed. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and may God Almighty help us that we should be able to restudy all 613 mitzvot once again this coming year.